As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, I wanted to bring everybody together. We're obviously focused on pricing, some planning, and the money. And I thought of no better person to jump in at the beginning of this than Barry Habib to share a little bit. I don't know if you've got your screen coming on here. Uh, But we're going to dig into some of the dialogue that is used for starting with the client about getting involved with where their money's at and how you can best advise them. So we're going to jump in with Barry here to start. He's going to share some of those uh, key points on it, really making sure that you know exactly where um, advice to the client needs to be. And we'll give some examples after this where we jump into using some of his software. We're going to jump into Optimal Blue as well. Um, And we're also going to jump into uh, making sure you see how to compare and sell a quote and some PMI advantages as well. So we're going to give just a second. We'll jump Barry on and uh, get them rolling. So hang on just a minute. Hey, Barry, welcome, yes, man, sir. and thank you so much for being here. I, I wanted to have you lead this off as we dig into some of the pricing and um, just talking to the client. And, you know, it's so often that it happens where the client calls up, says, hey, what's your rate on a 30-year fix? And I think it's typical that we just start mouthing off with the rate. And a lot of what you teach on and share with is one knowing the market, of course, but also explaining the value of the money to the client and working with them on this so they get a better understanding. We're advising them actually better like we should be, in my opinion. And I think a lot of people want to dig in and hone in on this skill. I wanted to cover from your perspective, what's a great way to bring in or engage into um, the conversation a little more dialed in towards their planning and their goals, just kind of bringing it up as as the advisor, if you will. And I kind of let you take it from there. I'd love to hear from you on it. So is this, a, is this a cold call or do we have any, um, do we either know the customer, past customer, cold call? Customer or? knows us and, and was referred to us by Joe Realtor, you bet. Okay, so so then we, we were probably, what the first step is to make sure we're referred properly, right? So uh, we all need to coach our real estate agents or other referral sources to refer us correctly. And what, what I really want you to focus on is a couple of things. So let's just start big picture real quick and then we'll just take it right down. Okay, so I'm gonna try and do this as quickly as possible to be respectful of everybody's time. So first of all, hi everybody, I hope you're doing great. And Brad, I just wanna tell you, thank you for all the great things you do for our industry. You're a great example. You're you're a great example of uh, what we do in the industry. There was somebody chatting here, um, so just please be cognizant of muting. So um, I think you, okay, I'm good now, I'm back. We I'm back. You. I'm in. Okay. So uh, a <laughs> couple of quick things. Number one is, first of all, please be cognizant of the fact that you're totally under attack. 
uh, every, every single day you're trying to be replaced by technology. It's more important than ever. And you, right now, this has to be a wake-up call for you that you have to take action. I'm telling you this with love in my heart, that you need to protect yourself, protect your family, because they're trying to eliminate your job, they being technology and all the companies like it. So you can either deny it and do what you're doing, or you can plan for it. It's a lot smarter to plan for it, because I'll tell you what, travel agents, they denied it, and they got eliminated. Cab companies denied it, and then Uber and Lyft essentially decimated their ranks. So what we really need to do is understand that this is coming for you now. And if you take a listen to what stockbrokers did, stockbrokers kind of changed what they were doing a little bit. The ones that didn't change, they're gone. The boiler room guys, they're gone. The salespeople are gone. The ones that became advisors are making a lot more money because you can't compete with $9 a trade or $4 a trade or whatever it is. can't compete with that. And quite frankly, you can't compete with it either because this is going to be smarter than you, faster than you. It's going to be more accurate. It's going to be a lot cheaper than you as well. But there are things you can do that this can't do, and that's the things you have to focus on, and that is advice. Look, you have to be an advisor, and I don't mean just put it on your name tag, oh, yeah, I'm an advisor, bullshit, okay? Listen, I, I could put surgeon on my name tag. If I walk along the hospital, I can't cut anybody up, can I? Okay, so I need to really be that advisor. And here's the first thing you have to remember, is you can't give what you don't have. So what you really have to do is gain the knowledge, first of all, so that you can give the advice. And if you first take a step back and think about the business you're in, you know, you say you're in the mortgage business, but is that a product that anybody wants? Okay, a death pledge is what it means. You know, you, people don't want a mortgage, they want a home. They want money to purchase that home. So really you're in the money business and you're in the real estate business. So you need to know the opportunity in real estate. People start shopping for a home online, they come visit the home, they get emotionally attached, but the decision to buy is a financial decision and nobody sells that way. The realtor's selling the granite countertops and the hardwood floors, blah, blah, blah. And your, your, your counterparts in the mortgage industry are talking about, hey, I'll get you approved on time, get you closed on time, five at the lowest rate, give you great service, great products. Not exactly a unique selling proposition. And you know what? You need to distinguish yourself as the market expert. And the great news is not that hard to do, okay? So, there's a lot that you can do. So the stockbrokers, they became literally, if you look at their names, they're FA, financial advisor. Okay, You need to be a financial advisor as well. But while the stockbroker become their asset manager, you need to be a debt manager. And debt is so critically important. Let me tell you something. Debt has a bad connotation, but debt is amazing as a tool to create wealth. Apple. Apple has $245 billion a quarter of a trillion dollars in cash. They don't know what to do with it. They make so much money, what a problem. They don't know what to do with their money. They've got $245 billion in cash. You know what else Apple has? $170 billion in debt. Why? Why don't they just pay it off? Why? Because they are smart enough to realize that debt is an extraordinarily powerful tool to create incredible wealth. Every single company listed on the stock exchange, no matter how much money they make, they have debt. Why? Because it's a tool. You're the only one that can do this and put this power of wealth creation in the hands of your customer. And you have to start thinking and acting like a debt manager because this can't do that. That's how you get insulated. That's how you stop talking price. That's how you start talking creation of wealth. Okay? So if I get that call and my, and my real estate agent has been properly trained, that's a little different with Barry because Barry's going to help you create wealth. Barry understands the market. He's going to know when is a good time to lock in. He's not going to blindly lock 
every single loan that comes in, because this can do that. The less advice you give, the less of an advisor you are. So Barry's going to give you advice on the market. Barry's going to tell you what's going on. For example, they get the call. Listen, you know, I just want to tell you, you're hearing a lot of stuff today about inverted yield curve. And, and that's just a fancy way of saying longer term instruments and debt, like treasuries, are paying less in interest than shorter term ones. That'd be kind of like you going into the bank and you're looking at all the different CDs, you know, a three month, a one year, a two year, five year, seven. And all of a sudden, a 10 year is giving you less of a return to tie up your money for 10 years than a one year or three month. It's like the world's upside down. And it is. And that's because there's a lot of factors driving that. One of them is what's going on in Europe. For example, like in Germany right now, how about this? How crazy is this? You could tie up your money for 10 years, and guess what? Not only are you not going to get interest, you got to pay them. It's like putting your furniture in storage. Here, hold my furniture, and I'll pay you for it. Now it's not just furniture in Germany. Hold my money, and I'll pay you to hold my money. This is what they have to deal with, and that's why here in the U.S., you look at 2.5% on a 10-year treasury, and it looks phenomenal, right? So that buying and also 10-year treasuries worried about inflation, that's pushing the longer-term rates down because it's showing weakness in the economy. Lack of inflation means there's less buying, so people are reducing prices because there's not enough buyers out there. That keeps rates low. The shorter term is being pushed up because that the Fed has been pushing up. Remember, the Fed's the shortest interest rate. It's an overnight rate. So you got overnight, you got one month, three month, one year, two year, right? So it's pushing up that low end. The higher end's coming down because of lack of inflation. And every time you get an inverted yield curve, guess what happens? You get a recession. Now, it's important to know, I'm gonna give you guys a very big payoff. But first, on a personal note for me to you, I think there's a recession coming. I've been talking about this for three years, saying in 2020, in 2017, I made the first time I made a prediction, saying 2020, there's gonna be a recession probably, maybe 2021. I still hold by that today. There's a lot of factors due to that. But I'll give you the payoff. But here's what you have to understand. When you get signals, triggers, I'm going to give you two of them. One, the first one I already gave you, the, the inverted yield curve. That tells us that there's a recession coming maybe a year later. Now, it's got to stay inverted. It went inverted March 22nd. That's why everybody's talking about it. But it, it went back to uninverted. So it needs to be there for a couple of months consistently. And then you could say maybe about nine months later or so, you get a recession, maybe a year later. When this happens, believe it or not, the stock market reacts very interestingly. Stock prices tend to go up heading towards the recession, but when we hit the recession, stock prices drop dramatically, 40 to 50%. So this is just some love for me to you. You gotta be real careful if you start to get these signals. Don't get greedy. Maybe you stay in it a little bit. You could ride it the way up, but then I want you to be very conservative because you and I, we cannot afford to lose 40 to 50% of our assets that are in the stock market, okay? So let's be careful about that together. Remember, I'm gonna repeat what I said. As we get signals and triggers for recession, stock prices still go up for a while, but as you get into the recession, stocks drop 40 to 50%. That's where you have to be really careful. Now, what's the other indicator? It's even better, it's the unemployment rate. Now, if I were to ask you, would recessions happen when the unemployment rate's low or high? We probably would all say common sense, oh, when it's high, right? Well, it's not. It's when the unemployment rate reaches its lowest level and starts to turn higher. So listen to this, why? Because let's just say business is great. I'm employing a bunch of people because I can't handle all the business I've got. I gotta help, have people I hire to help me. Pushes the unemployment rate low, means the economy's doing great. Unemployment rate gets real low. And now it starts to slow down as it naturally does the cyclical economy, so it starts to slow down. As I slow down, I got idle employees. I have the unpleasant task of having to let them go. As I let them go, they join the unemployment ranks, unemployment rate pushes up. 
but now think about their mentality. They don't have a job anymore. They're not going out to dinners. They're not buying clothes. They're not buying furniture. The stores that were depending on them slow down and they let people go. When the unemployment rate reaches its lowest level and starts to tick up with a 100% correlation, the last 100 years, 20 recessions, every single time the unemployment rate hits its lowest level and starts to tick up, you get a recession like six months later. It's at 3.8% right now. If it starts to tick up, just so we don't get a false signal, watch 4.1% on the unemployment rate. We hit that, and I'm telling you, you're gonna look for a recession that's gonna happen six to nine months later. If that happens, here's the payoff for you. What happens during recessions? Every single recession, interest rates drop. The last recession we had lasted 13 months. Mortgage rates went from 6% to 4.875. What does that mean for you? Think about it. Could you do a little bit of what? Refinances, right? The previous one only lasted seven months. Rates went from seven and three eighths to six and five eighths in six months. Could you do a few refinances there? You betcha. The one before that, it went from 11 to 8.75. The one before that, it went from 18 to 13. Now I know 13 is high, but heck, if you were paying 18, 13 looks pretty good. In a year, <laughs> rates went down 5%. How many refinances do you think you could do? The one before that went from 16 to 11. So rates go down during recessions. So what do we know? We know that there's likely a recession coming in the next year or two, 2020 or 2021, very probable. And if it does happen, what do we also know? We know that interest rates decline dramatically during recessions, gives us a refinance opportunity in 2020 or 2021. So here's the payoff. If I'm talking to that customer today, am I gonna to tell them pay a bunch of points? That's gonna take six years to break even? No. Am I gonna tell them like some competitor of mine who doesn't understand this, who's an amateur, who's a salesperson, say, oh, let me save you money, take upfront MI. Well, upfront MI takes six years to break even. You will either move or refinance because we know what's happening in the economy. They're a salesperson, they don't know. That's why they're giving you bad advice. Do we go for the lowest rate now? Or do we maybe go for a higher rate and incorporate some of your closing costs? Well, since that takes five or six years to break even, I think you probably refinance by that. I'd say don't go for the lowest rate. Go for a higher rate and go for the lowest cost. That's what an advisor does. This is the epitome of an advisor discussion. So here we are, we're going for what, eight minutes or so? And in eight minutes, if you had this conversation with that customer, you're not gonna tell me they're engaged. You're not gonna tell me this is a little bit different than your competitor. And the great news about this is it's easy to do. It's easy to understand. It's also easy not to do. You could roll your eyes and you could say, oh, that's over my head. Well, you know what? You did not come out of the womb and the doctor smacked you on the ass and you said, oh, I know that on a uh, 75 LTV, I could do the max cash out. You didn't know that. It's all learned <laughs> behavior, okay? This is a learned behavior. So guess what you gotta do? You gotta study a little bit. You gotta work a little hard. That's not a disadvantage. That's an advantage because your competitor is not willing to do that. You want to survive? You got to work for it. And speaking of working, you need to be working your ass off right now. This is not the time to be taking it slow, taking it easy. No, you need to get your ass into working extra hours because it's out there for you right now. During periods like this that present a great refinance opportunity, I'd have stacks of files on my, in my office all over because I wanted to talk to every customer and refinance. This is your time to make a boatload of money. Don't relax now. The time to relax is when it's slow. December, November, relax. Now, kick ass. This is when you make hay, when the sun is shining. This is where you do it for yourself and for your family. This is your time right now. Do not relax right now. 
This is when you need to work extra hours, extra hard. You have the talk at home and you say, this is when I need to focus. This is when we have to have structured and organized imbalance, imbalance. in our family because now's the time for me to make something meaningful happen for our family. I don't know how this is gonna last. Last a month, last two months, last two and a half months, but I have to kick ass right now while I can. And if it changes over the summer, then we can take the foot off the gas pedal, but we'll enjoy it a lot more with those big checks coming in. So this is your mentality right now. Now I'll tell you the other thing you need to do. Every single person is a refinance candidate for you. You talk to every single customer that you have. I don't care what their rate is. First of all, you need to do it because the way your brain works, the reticular activator, it identifies opportunities when they're presented top of mind. That's why you get re referrals when you're doing their loan, but then they dwindle. You keep calling them, you'll stay top of mind. Somebody won't steal that person from you, and everybody's a refinance candidate. Let me give you, not, let me give you an example. Here we go. I got somebody who I did their loan three years ago. They bought their home for, I don't know, for 500000 they put 20% down, and they got a rate of 3.5%. So why am I going to call this person? No MI, 3.5% rate. You're wasting my time by calling this person, right? If you do what I'm going to tell you, you're going to make an extra $100,000, an extra on top of it. And all you got to do is two things. One, you need to have a list of people who currently live in a home and have a mortgage. That's the first thing. Now, if you have your database, great. If you don't, you have a Facebook database, don't you? You got a LinkedIn database. Those people have mortgages. Don't tell me you don't have a database. You have a database. Next, you have to talk to two people a day. I don't mean leave a message. I'm not text. Talk to two people a day. Can you do that? You want to make an extra $100,000? You want to do good things for your kids? You want to do good things for your spouse, your significant other? You want to make an extra $100,000? Talk to two people a day. Two. I don't care what rate they have. I call a guy sitting on his couch. He's got a 3.5% rate, bought his home for $500,000 with a $400,000 mortgage. No MI. He bought it three years ago, so today it's worth about five ninety. And on top of that, what we see is that my rate today, it's five and a quarter percent. I know your rate's cheaper. I'm going to make it hard on myself. So he's got three and a half. I've got five and a quarter. And it's going to take some closing costs to refinance about 3000 or 4000 bucks over and above his prepaids and escrows. So... To take him from three and a half to five and a quarter is one thing, but he's going to pay $4,000 to do it. What are you, nuts, you're going to say? Yeah. You're going to ask that customer one thing. You say, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, see, as your debt manager, I want to see if we can restructure your debts. I want to see if I can help you create a tremendous amount of wealth. So you know what I do? I get the customer on the phone. Hey, you want me to show you this? I'm going to share my screen and show you to you. Easier if I show an example. Can I share my screen? Uh, you should be able to. Let me check. All right. So share screen. Here we go. Bingo. Bingo. Okay. So, all right, I got to get my glasses for this one, bro. Can you see my screen? <laughs> no problem. Can you see it? Got it. Okay, annual review. I'm going to do a demo here, okay, because it could be anywhere, but I'm going to do a refinance demo. So here we go. So this person has a $500,000 purchase in July of 2016 in Florida in the Tampa area. It's Hillsborough County, but it could be anywhere, any state, any county. And here's what happens. If they bought it in July of 2016, I already know that that home's worth 614000 If it was bought in April, it's worth six seventy-five. dollars If it was bought in J June, I know what it was worth depending on when they bought it. Okay, so July is worth six. So wherever it is that they purchased that home, I know where what, what it is. Oh, let me go to Hillsborough County, by the way. Okay, so in Hillsborough County, it's worth $647,000. I already know the taxes. By the way, if they...
put some additions on, it's worth a little more, just put it in here. I know what their insurance is. So I already know all this stuff. You don't have to do anything. All you got to do is tell me how much they bought it for, which you already know if they're a past customer, where that where it was, you already know that they're a past customer. The purchase year and month, you already know it, they're a past customer. I'll tell you what their value is today, what their taxes are today, what their insurance is today. So let's continue. Now I said the bad news. He's got a $400,000 mortgage. It means no MI. He's got a 3.5% on a 30-year. No MI. Zero. I hit this. I calculated. I know what his remaining principal balance is, and I know what his payment is. I haven't even spoken to the guy yet. Okay? So I haven't spoken to him yet. So now I call him up. Hey, Barry Habib here from XYZ Mortgage. Wanted to see if you'd be interested in maybe talking for a minute to see if we can create some wealth for you through debt reorganization and, and maybe doing a refinance. Well, Barry, what? That'd be great. The only thing is I got 3.5%. I don't know if you remember. I go out and I brag about that 3.5%. Uh, unless the rate's below three and a half, I don't know how you're going to help me here. Well, here's the thing. I just want to talk to you for a couple of minutes. Take only about three minutes to do. He says, okay, well, Barry, you're a nice guy. You did my loan before. I'll give you three minutes, but you're probably wasting your time. But that's okay. I was just sitting here watching TV show. So I was just on my couch. So go ahead, knock yourself out. Take your three minutes. So I say, great. I got one question for you. I'm your debt manager. Do you have any debt? What do you guys think the answer is going to be? We're in America. Most people yes. have debt. They have a lot of it, right? You bet. So, so, this is conversational. As we go, I ask him, what's the debt? He says Macy's. I put in Macy's. By the way, I'm not a good typist, but this is how easy it is. How much do you owe? 1500 Good. What's the monthly payment? 120 I put that in. Boom. That's done. See, that's right here in Macy's. Now, I ask him the other question. I'm going to save you time here. He's got a $30,000 car loan. It's a Toyota Camry. It's not a Rolls Royce. He's got a Visa MasterCard to discover for $20,000. Does this sound familiar? Sound like your customer? Of course it does. He went to Best Buy, spent 2800 bucks. I told you about the Macy's. Now, he's also got another car because it's a two-car family. It's at least the other one. It's 250 bucks a month. It's nothing crazy. The guy's pretty modest. And then he's got another debt, whether it's child support, alimony, student loan. It's 500 bucks a month right here, okay? Does this look like a normal customer profile? Probably yes, right? Everybody asks us, yes, this is good to go. Okay, then fine. Then we already calculated what the ratios would be if we did the refinance. And you put in your max. So if you, your max is 3343 or 3345, you just put that in there. And everything changes on the fly. So what's your max LTV? You can do cash out, 75, conventional, fix, whatever you want to put. You could do whatever you want. Let's just say I'm going to do max LTV, 75 on a conventional fix, 30 year. And I said my rate's 5.25%, okay? So he's got three and a half, 5.25, and it's going to cost him 4,000 bucks over and above the closing costs, over and above the prepaids and escrows to do this loan. You're saying, Barry, what are you freaking crazy? What are you on? If we do this loan, not only is it going to cost him 4,000 bucks to do it, but it's going to cost him $311 a month. You're nuts, except we're not. Because you see you see this 59%? That's his current LTV. I could take you to a 75. You see what he's got here? You see this white space? That's $103,000 that he's got in accessible funds. What if we did this? What if we took that car loan? And what if we took some of this money here, paid this loan off, and added it to your loan balance? Now, the guy owes 377. I already bumped it up to 4,000 in closing costs include in here to 381. So I'm going to click that. Oh, hold on a second. Wow. So I used some of this. I made this bigger and now I'm saving money. What if we did it with the Visa too? Bang. What if we did the MasterCard, the Discover, the Best Buy, the Macy's? And I could try and do the lease and the child support. I click on it, but nothing happens. Now look, I could do this deal and I could save you 976 bucks a month. I'm not saying he's going to do it, but I know I got his attention. So I got $976 a month. I'm going to save you. But before we do, See this white space here? You still got $49,000. Do you need money for a business venture? Do you need money to do any improvement? Now's the time to do it. Barry, I fight with my significant other every day. We got one sink in the bathroom. We got to redo our bathroom. How much would that cost? $15,000.
Let's do it. We'll go up here. Here's what we're going to click on. We're going to click on cash out and we're going to click on 15,000. That didn't take very long. It's right here. Okay. So now I wasn't, I'm not saving you nine and change now. I'm saving you 893 a month because we borrowed an extra 15,000. It's now a 450 loan. You still got plenty here. You're all good. But before we move ahead, here's the thing we do as an advisor, as a trusted advisor, I always want to do what's right for you. We're taking shorter term debt and we're putting it into a longer term instrument. Is that a good idea? So before we spoke, before we spoke eight minutes ago, you said that you were proud of that rate you had at three and a half. You said they had no problem making the payment, right? Oh, yeah, Barry. So here's what I want you to do. Go back to eight minutes ago where you're sitting on your couch watching your show making that same payment you were making. You were making your mortgage payment and all the debts, and you were happy making them. Your ratios were real low. Make the same payment you're making now, but do it on the new mortgage. That means you're taking this $893, and you're going to pay down your new mortgage. Now, remember, you had a balance of 377000 but you'd wind up paying off your new mortgage in 16 years and nine months. Remember when you got the home? You got your home when? In 2016. You're not even into this three years. You got 27 years left. I'm gonna take 27 years. I'm gonna change it to 16 years. How's it gonna to feel to pay off your mortgage 11 years earlier? How's it gonna to feel to have 132 less mortgage payments? Take your mortgage payment, 132 of them are gone. How's that going to feel? It's not going to help you with your retirement, but hold on. It gets better. That 377 loan, you got a 377 loan, right? That 377 mortgage. If you just made your payments on your three and a half percent rate for 16 years and nine months, your remaining balance would still be 204,000. With me, it's zero. You literally, literally have an extra $204,000. Now, everyone on this call, I know you have this thought and here's what it is. Do I have enough money for retirement? Every single one of you has thought about that. Do you think your customer is any different than you? Do you think your customer isn't worried about it? Do you think if your customer has children, they're not thinking about how they're going to pay for the kids' college? Would an extra $204,000 help you get your kids through college? Would 11 years left, less mortgage payments on top of that help them get through college? Would that help you with your retirement? Is this exactly what you were praying for? Did I just answer every one of your prayers? Tell me if I'm bullshitting you, but every single one of you are wondering right now, should I do this on my mortgage? Every single one of you are. Your client will do this. Now, I said you're going to make an extra $100,000 a year. Let's assume you make $2,000 a loan. I said for you to talk to two people a day at the end of the week. That's 10 people you spoke to. No texting, no bullshit. Talk to 10 people. Two a day. You're telling me one out of 10 is not going to do this deal? Come on. You're better than that. You're going to get eight out of 10, six out of 10. You're going to make ten, twelve thousand $12,000 a week. You're going to make a half a million dollars a year more. Just do this one thing. One thing. Now, hold on a second. Gets better. Gets better. What's changed to get this extra money? To save 132 mortgage payments. To make an extra $204,000. What's changed? Nothing's changed. He's going to still go back and sit on the couch, watch the same show, make the same exact payment he's making now. We just showed him how to reorganize his debt because you're a debt manager. You're not a salesperson like everybody else. That's how you handle customers and advisor. That's the difference. That's not putting it on your name tag, but that's eating, sleeping, living, breathing it. Now, by the way, you want to adjust this? Customer says, hold on a second. Barry, give me some mad money. Give me 400 bucks a month. Okay, we'll put 493 in. And the other 400 bucks, you got an extra 100 bucks a week for mad money. Well, now you'll pay the mortgage off in 20 years and you'll have an extra 140,000. However you want to do it, we'll do it. You want me to even write a 20-year loan for you? I'll write a 20-year loan for you. Whatever you want. 
We got you covered. So easy to do. By the way, when you send this to the customer, you send it as a link. It's interactive. They can click on all the stuff back and forth and go crazy. People love this. Love this. Love this. It is the easiest tool. It also works amazing for you know who? For a move-up buyer. Guy's got payment shock. Pay off his debts. Take out a bigger mortgage. Put him in a loan that will help him have a lower overall payment. Take the savings and pay down the new mortgage. Pay it off in 15 years instead of 30 years and give him an extra $350,000. Guys, it is too easy to be successful if you just know the right formula. And right now, there's nothing more important than this. This is what an advisor does. Everybody talks about being an advisor. They don't know what they're talking about. Now, you just put their kid through college and help them with retirement, pay them, save them 11 years on their mortgage. You think they're going to say, can you do it an eighth better on the rate? And by the way, did I make this easy on myself? I said they got three and a half, no MI. What if the guy's got four and a quarter with MI? I said my rate's five and a quarter. What if it's the rate you have? It's not 200,000, ladies and gentlemen. It's 350,000 you saved them. It's 150 mortgage payments you saved them. Team, it is too easy. Too easy to do. All you gotta do is do it. Fantastic, Barry. Thank you so much, man, for sharing with us. That set the stage, and uh, I know your schedule's busy, brother. I appreciate you jumping on with us, man. That was fantastic. We're well, thanks, dig guys. Some more into pricing. Thanks, guys. So, hey, listen, I uh, I want to let you know that uh, I absolutely am telling you this stuff from the heart, with the idea that I want to I want to make sure that you guys are protected. I do not want you guys to have exposure here to these fintech companies that, that are coming after you, okay? So this is just from the heart. So you can tell I'm passionate about it. You can tell I, I, I care. Uh, I, I really know that this is what we need to do. Everybody that's doing this is is doing exceptionally well. Brad, thanks for all the good things you do. Bye, everybody. God bless awesome. you all. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Everybody else, stick on. We're going to dig into some other pricing. Thank you so much, Barry, for doing that. I appreciate it. I wanted to set the stage with Barry on purpose, just from a, a standpoint of really working the money. So I'm going to go into a couple of screens. So we're going to be dumping. Hopefully you guys got a good piece out of that. Um, phenomenal from a scripting and going into the money, man. I'm telling you, these guys that get paid, you know, we had a quote come in at, at four and a quarter, quicken guy. We're at four and a half, 4.625, something like that off. And it's like they don't offer the same services. And when you guys start working these systems the way he's doing it, yes, he runs through it fluently. That's like me asking for a current client referral. It's repetition, which is what we've got to dig in and, and part of why we're doing this call so that we're digging in a little bit further than the competition is the goal. Um, I'm going to flip on uh, one more thing here. So reviewing the price is where we're going to start. I've actually got a, a screen here that I pulled up for Optimal Blue. I want to kind of just give you some thought patterns. Um, I'm hoping that some of this stuff will help at least get you thinking in different directions from berries as well as digging into some of this actual pricing and then putting it into the work a little bit. So we'll buzz through this. So if you look at this particular loan, this was a $300,000 loan. The guy was doing 5% down. And what we're looking at on here is that I the automatically, I always look at where I might be able to give him a big credit or cover his cost. So you'll see I circled on there the five and a quarter, giving the client a $3,800 credit towards closing costs, kind of like what Barry was just recommending from what the market's doing. So then I also look at, notice I highlighted 4.625 and four and a half. And part of the reason I do that, and, and I wanna make sure that you understand this, is that when you are paid at a different level than someone at a call center, and some of them, you know, a lot of people take less BIPs, uh, meaning 30s, 
And when you do that, it affects the price. It, you can only get a, a cow so fat, if that makes sense. I don't know another way to say it. So what I'm looking at is possibly, you know, I know from a rate range, I know I want to try and get this client. 4.75 sounds higher. It just does. And I understand that. And clients need to understand that. You understand that. So I'm looking at 4.625, 4.5. I know where the rates are at. I got it. While I'm looking at this, I'm getting an idea of my window or opportunity that I can sell in. So he's doing 5% down. I know my high side. I know my low side. Um, I want to review some of the PMI options on this real quick. So here's the MI that I pulled up on this guy. He's going 5% down. Um, he, I got your borrower single where he pays it up front. It's financed in. Sometimes you can finance in or they can pay the cash up front. You see the first column, I'm not trying to skip over, is your monthly um, minimum where it's $105. Look at the second column over, borrower paid monthly. Uh, our upfront MI is 41.89. Look at the borrower split. This is where you charge the client 1% upfront, 33.25, and they would have some money due monthly. And that ain't even showing on here. It doesn't even show the monthly premium on it. So their split sucks, if that makes sense. Then you look at also lender paid MI where it goes up. So there's no reason for me to do a lender paid MI when technically you could do the borrower paid MI. Okay, meaning the 4189, and I know we're going technical on this, but there's no reason for me to do this lender paid MI, that fourth column over, versus the borrower paid when I know that I could give a lender credit. Now, they can't credit towards the MI, but they can credit if I were down at five and a quarter, I could credit that. So you could follow me. So I mean, I could give that money back to the client. So looking at this PMI, this pulled off of Genworth. What I want you to notice a couple things, what I highlighted. Also notice the 105 per month. Let's take a look at one other option on MI for this guy. Here's Radian at 91, so I saved myself 10 bucks. That's almost an eighth in the rate if you, if you consider it. So shopping for some MI doesn't hurt. Part of why I'm doing this is not just to say, um, look at a couple MIs, but I am saying, look at a couple MIs. Pay attention to a couple different scenarios. See who prices some things better. Look for some patterns and things, uh, because this is important to your price. You can notice here that the lender paid and single premium cash, that's your borrower paid up front, or they can finance the same amount. Some loans allow you to some don't then you do the um, here's the split premium look at the far right where you pay one percent up front and then his monthly would be fifty two dollars so that would be one percent up front discount point that i would charge him or am i plus that fifty two dollars a month which is better than 91 so looking at these comparisons let's go back a little bit my rate options, four and a half, 99.2 is paying out on a 30 day, 4.625 is, is decent. And then you've got your higher end premium where you've got five and a quarter. I flip ahead, I go to the PMI, I look at my lender paid. This one isn't really exciting at all. So I could actually just toss this out from the monthly to also the borrower paid to also the, the split and the lender. They all suck on that one. Going here, I can look at this $91 and also look at the borrower paid in cash, that single premium, the four. 4123 that I can charge them um, and have them pay that in cash. Here's what I want to do with this. When you use some of the software with Barry, and this starts talking to the client, you know, 
I, I just got off the phone. I'm going to come back in just a second as we go through these numbers. But I just got off the phone with a client that was shopping us with SunTrust Mortgage. The quote they got was 4.25 with SunTrust Mortgage. 30-year fixed, 20% down. We look at pricing it. It's out to lunch. Meaning that it's cost, I'm at 98. Part of that is because I'm in there too. So I'm at 98. I got to be able to price this in. And, and it's like, okay, you just throw in the towel. Well, no, the more you talk to the guy, the more Barry was dialogue on the importance of the money. I talked to him and it came down to his really, what his concern was how long he was going to be there. He said, five years. I haven't been in a house. I'm surprised I was here eight years. I'm going to be here five. So as he says that, I'm looking at different options. I said, have you ever been in a house long? No, I haven't been there longer than that. So we talk about this, going through the dialogue. And I say, well, Chance, I said, are you married? No, kids, no. He says, maybe in the next five years. I says, well, then you're probably not staying in this ranch. So as we're going through the dialogue, it opens up the idea for me to be able to price this property meaning that I start talking to him about, well, I think, how's your credit? And he says, his credit's good. And, and I said, well, if it's, is it real good? He said, oh, yeah, it's really good. I got great credit, nothing better. about it. And he goes on a few seconds about it, talking about it. I said, well, what if we could start you at 2.875 the first year on a fixed loan, and then it would go to 3.875, then it would go to 4.875, it'd be fixed, and then you're moving. I said, that would really get the payment down, save you the most amount of interest on this loan and make a lot of sense. That scenario played out better, which is a 2-1 buy down where you can give them a lower 2% lower the first year, 1% the next year, and then it's fixed for 30, 28 more years. I'm not trying to confuse you on purpose, but I'm telling you that the dialogue you're having with clients and digging deeper as to what they're doing with the property and what they're doing with their money. Like he, this guy said, I got $70,000 coming from the sale of the house. My next question was, is there anything else you need to pay off that would help in the process? Or did you want to put it all towards the home? Are there other things you want to do with savings? So that dialogue has to open up. That was the whole point with Barry. So let's go back one more screen to this scenario. And I want to bring this home a little bit as to, as to bringing it together and presenting it to the client. So we're going to come back again. And I hate to be repetitive, but I, there's a lot of numbers floating in here. So if you go to the pricing, four and a half, 99.225. You've got your pricing here. One last look at that. Then we've got the PMI, which I discounted Genworth. I went right to Radian because of the monthly. Made a lot more sense. And their lender and borrower paid up front is the same as the other one. So now I've narrowed down my quotes. Then I look at bringing it together. This guy said in five years he was moving. Now, this is not the buy-down sample I just gave you, but it's a similar sample as to having the dialogue with him. So he says, I'm going to be there about five to seven years, no longer than that short term. So I prepared this using Barry software. It is so easy. If you all saw him flow through that, it's that easy. It's actually taken a matter of five more minutes in blowing your client away. It's five minutes, maybe 10 blow the client away, get the education on it to be able to perform these. This is the whole point of, of where we're going with this. So look at this here, where you look at the middle column, you've got 2184s as monthly payment. I got an arrow going to it. I can share this link to you as to what I sent the client as well, if you'd like to see that, um, so that you can interact with it like they would be able to. So I put in here, conventional 5% down monthly, conventional 5% down uh, paid up front, no monthly, and then I did lender paid. And you can see that this, by example, over a seven-year period, he's going to make out way better on the middle program with no monthly MI and paid up front for a seven-year plan. So let's take it a step further. 
Here's the seven years. This is the bottom portion of Barry's screen that he was showing. It shows out that he spends 109000 by the time he's looking to move. Again, best one that he could do. And they can interact with this form. So it, like I said, your, your guy online is not sending something like this or providing the information like this. Even if you were to print it out, you're proven numbers and proven facts on, on the scenario that they're working with. So here's another piece. You go to compare this. Here's what I want you to notice. Go back to that pricing that I had. I want you to notice that I've got a point, a quarter of a point in each one of these scenarios. When that wasn't a conversation up front that we even were having when I was pricing the loan because it didn't come up. It wasn't a factor. Even though I know the client cares what's my rate on a 30-year fixed, the factor was what's the way I can save the most amount of money with the cheapest payment for me being there seven years now that we've dialogued. Look at what I was able to provide him and then also add points to it, bringing me up if he takes that monthly M or the middle column to 99.783 pricing that we were just looking at. I'm able to add on and give a better rate on it. Take a look at this next, next page. I know I'm bouncing through this. We'll have the presentation and notes available for you. Here's what I also want you to look at. So going back to this pricing, here's a different scenario. I want you to dig in from an MI selection. But think about the conversation I just had before I go back to this. With the client prior, I'm not skipping ahead on this. Hang on just a second. With this client, it didn't become about what my rate was in closing costs. It became about the end result, saving the most amount of money. And as a company, from a service standpoint and pricing standpoint, you can compete with a better service level and be able to provide this great advice on it. Here's another scenario I want to run past you. This was a 80% on the left, you'll see 4.875 at par. This was a client doing 20% down. I've often found as the more dialogue I have with the client about down payment, not many of them want to do 20% down. They're trained to do 20% down, meaning they heard that that's how you avoid MI, but they haven't taken into account a lot of the factors that we may be able to benefit off of having MI. So I'd like to spend a few seconds on this. If you look at this quote, this was a 5% or 20% down on the left here, 4.875. The pricing is just damn near par. If you look over to the right of it, I want you to look at 81% loan to value. 81, 19% down. I want you to look at the pricing now at 4.625, which is 99.591. If I had 20 basis points to that, I'm at my exception of 99.7. Uh, I can get that deal with no exception. Look at how much the MI cost me, $1,200. 1200 bucks to buy the MI out. So keep this in mind. I just, I got a guy who's got MI. So here's what I want. Now follow me. So you look at the pricing. See your 99.6. I'm gaining about 25 bips across the board by changing it 1%. The fee is pretty cheap on this. Watch, here's the numbers together. $300,000 at 4.875. I'm going to stay on the left side here. That is the pricing next to it. The loan was 240, is down payment of 20% plus closing costs. I didn't bother with escrow. It was 63,366. PI payment was 1260, 1270 rather. Go to the right side at the 81%. Here's his rate. It's a quarter, quarter less. My pricing's 99,591, but I charged him 20 bips. Or, yeah, 20 bips. Four, 243 loan amount. Remember, he has to put 81% loan to value, so 19% down. So he had 57,000 down. I picked up three grand there. Closing costs, upfront MI, and the point. So 1600. He's actually coming in with about $1,000 less. His payment is $21 less, and his rate is a quarter less than what he had before. I come out mixing up the money. Now, here's why I like this. Let's go a step further. 
Look at some of the extras that these PMI companies are handing out. These are extras at the MI company. So these are ones I know of. Radian gives you coverage on employment if you lose your job for up to a year, I think. Something crazy like that. Well, they'll pay your house payment for the time you lose your job. That's added value to you. Here's another piece. Home buyer privilege program with Genworth up to $7,500 in value website. I sell it. Uh, you also, if you get the MI through them, you can get a free home warranty, free, $1,000 value. If you have a claim on your insurance, they will cover $1,000 up to your deductible. And then you also can elect for cyber protection. Now, one of the, the bottom three of this is electives, meaning you can pick one of three. If you don't know that, hopefully that helps you just with a nugget. And, and I'm, what I'm getting at with all of this, Barry's conversation, some of these prices in here is about looking and in in digging into these numbers so that you can perform at a different level and start comparing them and advising so much better. If you're watching his videos in the morning, it's advising on the market. It was funny that I asked him, um, you know, I asked, I asked Barry, one of the first questions I, I wanted him to answer was, you know, start with a dialogue with a client. He jumped right into talking about their money and how he can grow that and working with them and showing them the best results. But he had a lot of dialogue, a lot of dialogue based on the employment rate and different factors that he goes over in his morning coffee that he sends out each morning. Here's my goal for you. We blew through a lot, and but I want to highlight a couple things. One is the dialogue up front has to start. It's got to separate you from your competition. That's the biggest part. It separates you from the competition. The next piece, once you're separated from the competition, they see an advantage of doing business with you. When you're efficient and paying better attention to their money, it, it, there's value there, and they call you. They want to lean on you. There's many times I had I've, I've, over the last two weeks. I know I've had three clients in particular say they actually told one realtor. I know he costs more, but I'm going with him. He was a guy I sent the report to. That was the screen on the MI being paid up front for how long he was going to be in the house. That mattered to him, and I was a higher rate. It's the advice they want. An eighth in the rate, a lot of times, if you structure this properly, is huge, meaning that it can pay off dividends, and you can show them the numbers. It changes the dynamics of what you're advising. Now, I want to show you something else on the bottom of this. Let's flip back to the screen. At the bottom here, look at what I've added on here as well. Weekly updates. This isn't something that's normal for every company that they provide a weekly update. On-time closing guarantee, planning stage consulting. Isn't that what I just did? Imagine doing that on a pre-approval. You could crush it with this stuff. Now there's other pieces in MBS Highway, and yes, this is partially me pushing that program and some of these other benefits because it works and it makes you an expert easy. Look at the next thing on here, Element Express. You've got the ability on the easy mobile app for clients to apply, upload, and using that information, meaning I just went in today and was tweaking what docs were requested from a client who applied, and I can change that and get that information in efficiently, effectively, timestamp. They can see it. What an engine. But you got to brag about it. You have to sell it and be excited about it, kind of like he was with the employment report. Think about it. You look at the next piece, we've got an approval surprise. You've got Element Home Magazine that gets shipped out to them with recipes and articles about exactly what we're talking about. Then you go into an annual review where you have no cost options, where if we want to redo your loan in three years, four years, we have options to do no cost. How do you do no cost? I want to make sure you're clear on this. You can premium price any loan you want.
So when you come into your pricing, there, you can always do a five and a quarter with three grand. Now that may not make sense, but it may. Look at that scenario that was crazy. Barry just went through earlier that talked about the guy being at three and a half and going to five and a quarter because we were able to add the debt. Those are some of the differences in dialogue and conversations that I really want to encourage you guys to have. And hopefully by taking some notes with what Barry was saying, I've got down a lot here from what he covered. Hopefully poking at some of the way I'm looking at Optimal Blue, I'm looking at the high side, I want to know what rate I can do a no cost deal, five and a quarter. I want to know what my bare bones deal is down at four and a half. I'm getting down to 99.2, but then seeing where I might be able to adjust these numbers based on talking to that client, unknown information, and really bring this home and get the price I need because of the information. People pay more for better advice, better food, better service. The list goes on and on. I'm hoping this helped you guys. Have a great rest of the week. Hopefully this gets you some more deals going forward. We'll bring them back later and keep going over pricing, MI and stuff. I'll send notes out as well. Have a great rest of the day. Tracking lead progress and results is easy with our automated lead tracker, a complete, concise, and comprehensive lead development tool. We keep it in our team Dropbox folder for all team members to use. Open the file to start tracking vital information, including dates, client names, sources, referrals, lead IDs, and call results. Use the source codes to understand how the lead was generated, whether as a past client, annual review, realtor referrals, advertising, or through a friend or associate, allowing you to adopt an informed and appropriate approach when contacting clients. Indicate credit report checks and loan progress with an asterisk to automatically update the closing percentage, whilst lead totals are automatically calculated and matched up against set goals. Keep track of calls, submitted applications, contact details, and progress with regular updates to referral partners. For an accurate monthly report you can use to analyze performance and results as indicators for developing an improved strategy. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.